I have to cheat to get pizza. I know. He has to wait till I'm out of town and then he and our housemate order all the pizza. Yeah. Welcome to Love in Brief, a brief ABDL advice podcast focused on issues of love, as the name suggests. <gasps> it's love for yourself mm-hmm. and it's love for others. It's love for your community. Yes. It's love for your pets. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes it ends up going there. Uh, <laughs> and uh, our job is to help navigate these sometimes difficult, usually amazing waters of ABDL kink with you and to help grow love in the world in the process. I'm Resident Yes. And I'm Road Not Taken. And uh, today we are going to talk about one of the things that we get asked about the most. And I think probably uh, this is one discussion of many that we will continue to have um, about what it's like when you are a person with an ABDL kink who is uh, in a relationship with a person who does not have an ABDL kink and perhaps not even any kink at all. Nilla's. Nilla's? Yeah. Wait, are they... Yeah, they're real. Um, (laughs) So honestly, we typically what we do is we pick one question, maybe two that are very, very similar. Mm -hmm. And we read it and then we introduce the folks that we're going to talk with and and we chat through it. We're not going to do that today. (gasps) Well, there are so many questions. Mm -hmm. What we're going to do is we're going to meet our friends first. We're going to hear a little bit about their story. And then uh, we might just lightning round this one with them. Yeah. And disclaimer, friends, not only are Nilla's real, but we've just met one and they're pretty awesome. They are pretty awesome. (laughs) They're cool. I like Nilla's now. (laughs) Uh, So let's meet our friends, shall we? Okay, let's do it. Um, Mr. and Mrs. P, would you please tell us just a little bit about yourselves and then tell us a little bit about your love? I should say this is P short for padded, not Mr. P- and Mrs. P-E-E. Padded. Although how cute. Yeah. You might know them from FetLife or from Instagram, but, uh, let's get to know them a little better. Sounds good. Tell us about your love, Mr. and Mrs. P. Um, my love, sorry, this is Mrs. Padded. Um, and my love is the weather right now. Um, we've been having really hot weather recently and today it rained for the first time in forever. Um, and so we went out in our jackets and stood in the rain and had a drink. So that's what I'm loving right there now. Yeah. Oh, wait, did you stand in the rain and have a drink in the rain? Yes. Oh, oh my gosh, you guys are so romantic. Fun. Yeah, you are romantic. <laughs> when we say when we really say rain, it was more like a drizzle. Still though, that's, still it gives it a mood. So wait, what what is your drink of choice when you're standing in the rain? I got to know. Um. Well, today we just had beers because that was what was on hand. Um. But I mean, anything works. Wine. Uh, we like tiki drinks, so oh. oh, we need to hang out for sure. Yeah, yeah. You guys have to come over yeah. now. <laughs> well, that's a wonderful thing to love, Mister P. How about you? Tell us about your love. You know, what? I'm I'm really loving right now. Adventures with Mrs. P. Like we Aww. just came off a, a two week adventure uh, road trip, and um, we just had the most best times ever. And, and we're still together. And we're still together. After two. Yes, that's a good sign. <laughs> that is, that's hard to do sometimes. Road trips are hard. You know, everybody has their own sense of road trips. Like you can plan or you don't have to plan. And this road trip was a little bit of, a little Not- bit of both and a little stress in between. 
So now you guys have been together for quite a while. I wonder if you could, I know it's hard to abbreviate, you know, nearly a decade together, but I wonder if you could tell us together the story of your relationship. I'll, I'll let you take this one. Uh, me? Okay. Because you made the timeline. I Yeah, I made a timeline because uh, <laughs> I wanted to know when everything happened. Um, so we met, yeah, like um nine years ago now and um and then it was maybe what six months into dating that he told me um that what he was into and I am as vanilla as they come so yeah that was uh, an interesting conversation but we um I was Fully accepting, I feel like. Yeah, yeah I would say fully accepting. Yeah, <laughs> good. So, I mean, this is one of those moments like we could just gloss over, but I can't possibly because if you're in my shoes and potentially in Mr. P's shoes in that moment, that was like not like, a oh, that went well. Like that was like years of wondering how is this going to go <laughs> and then doing the scariest thing you've ever done and then ruminating on that for weeks. So how, how did it go? Mr. P, how did you tell? Yeah. And also how did you feel Mrs. P like, what was your immediate reaction? How did you guys navigate it? Like, I know we said abbreviate, but don't abbreviate this. Cause I really want to know. <laughs> do you remember? Uh, I think I do remember. I think we're talking about something along the lines of what basically what sparks your, your fire, what, you know, what turns you on, et cetera, et cetera. Over text. Over text is over text. Um, our first couple of years of a relationship was predominant text messages. I don't know why, but it was. Um, and I kind of told her I kind of liked. Oh, I remember exactly what you said. Oh, okay. Then I'll let you take the reins then. <laughs> so you said, um, I like, I like wearing, I like you wearing, um, underwear with characters on them and so I like I was like okay I went through the list of different types of underwear and he was like nope 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 and then in the end I was like I give up so then he told me oh this is such a brilliant scheme I love it it's like oh you mean like Minnie Mouse well no like like Bugs Bunny no hello kitty no or was it like Briefs? No. Boxers? No. no. And I was like, wait, but garters don't have characters on them. And so mm-hmm. I was going through everything. And then in the end, he said, pull-ups. And Aww. so then it went from there. And I was like, uh, okay. And you're doing this over text? Yes. You, you guys, this is amazing. And I am so impressed that you didn't ghost like not because not because it's worth ghosting over, but because some, I mean, some large number of people, at least enough that we've heard several stories, are like, I don't know how to respond, mm. and then they don't respond, and that's that's so scary to people who have a kink. But I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah, I think we were, or maybe I was just open, accepting. I've. I feel like I've been pretty accepting and open to everything. I would say so, 100%. And um, I heard somewhere um, 
later on, maybe from another kink, kinkster. Because um, I always thought my ever since college, I've been like, try everything once. You don't knock it till you try it once. And then I heard from a kinkster, um, don't try, don't knock it until you've tried it twice, because the first time is going to be awful. So try it a second time. I actually totally I agree with that. I love that advice. I've not ever heard that. I totally that, agree. But I'm in. Because the like first that. time I'm just a nervous wreck and I have no idea how things are going to go and I screw it up. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like that with, it's like that even with the first time you have sex. Oh yeah. Try it again. Yeah. 10 minutes later. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, we, we did a, a, a whole different episode on telling your, your Nilla partner, so we won't get too into it, but I, I am curious, Mr. P, what was that experience like for you? Obviously, we're in a community that is not widely accepted from a lot of standpoints. And I think that once you open up to somebody and they accept you for who they, you are, and they're kind of, they kind of jump on board and they try it. And it's like, that's kind of a green light to saying, hey, this person respects you and accepts who you are. And um, when you tell somebody when your deepest, darkest secrets, you give them a lot of trust. And for me, telling her that, I was basically throwing my dark, deepest, darkest secret out there. And the way she accepted it was just amazing. She's like, okay, where do I get them at? Where do I buy pull-ups at? I'm like, well, you know, the store and this and that. And literally the next day, she was like, okay, I'll put a pull-up on and kind of go from there. So telling some of your, your deep secrets, there's some sense of trust and commitment that they want to, you know, go to the next level and um things kind of just like snowballed from there like we started our relationship and we started dating and i feel like there's always been trust like i've always trusted you even though you go and maybe play with other people but it there's always been that trust trust yes and i think with our relationship is we have always always had an open communication like try to <laughs> try to but i think today Still working it on is it. so much better than it was yes and i would say out there to anybody your biggest issue is going to be communication because you're going to have two human beings living together or trying to Being together trying to be together and people have think differently so communication mm-hmm. is a huge key and over our relationship, we have built those foundations for a good communication relationship. And mm-hmm. I think since that, we are where we're at today and uh, living together and married and doing the next relationship goals mm-hmm. in life and happy. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> and I, I, I will let you guys continue. I'm sorry. I just have one more question about this. Um, and it's the question I actually focus on a lot whenever I hear stories like this. Mr. Padded, what was it about Mrs. Padded? Was it just, oh, I got to tell everybody until I find somebody who's going to accept me because if they're not going to accept me, I'm not going to do this. Or was it something about her after the first six months or so that made you think, I'm going to be able to tell this girl, like she's going to understand, she's going to be understanding. Hmm. Mrs. P is just like the brightest, most caring person you'll ever meet. She's There's not one negative thought or word that comes out of her mouth especially when when i met her uh we actually worked together ahead of time (laughs) and Mm -hmm. i before we dated we knew each other a good couple months beforehand our relationship started at work 
and that's how we knew who she was. And I think um, your your bad traits really come out at work, like when you're frustrated, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And every situation, she was always cool. She was always uh, laughing, and um, she always had a good. Um, sense of humor to her and just very, very kind to everybody, especially Aww. in our field that you kind of have to be a huge uh, customer service mm-hmm. and you have to uh, be very polite to um, the people you're around. I'm glad that I'm glad that you addressed all of those things, because it's I think it's really tempting to think about this moment of whether to share with a potential partner or a person that you're with. We tend to think of it as sort of that moment, but there is so much leading up to it, right? It's all the trust that's built. It's all the observation that you're naming. You saw Mrs. P be kind to others. You saw Mrs. P in moments where she wasn't thinking about you. She was just being herself respond with kindness and compassion and love. You saw her cool under pressure. You built trust that this isn't the kind of person, even if she's mad at me, or even if we break up, that would go tell somebody else. Those are all things that have nothing to do with kink Mm -hmm. and build a foundation for, am I ready to talk to you? It's less about, did I, you know, did I pull off the perfect approach to sharing with my partner and more, did I pull off finding the right partner for me? Exactly. I I think this is a conversation that we're going to need to refer people back to because we get asked a lot how do I know if I should tell so-and-so? Yeah. And I say, I don't know how you know. You just know. Which is and so unhelpful, I know. But, I know. But, but it's because there's so much around it that has nothing to do with your approach to telling somebody. And it has nothing to do with your kink. and has everything to do with the nature of, that of, person. of your trust and communication. And have you chosen somebody that you can have that with? Agreed. So sorry we stopped you guys. We speed bumped you pretty hard. But please continue telling your story to us. So we're we're dating for a couple months, you know. Mrs. P's fulfilling every ABDL's fantasy. Um, <laughs> because I said yes to everything. Well, pretty, pretty much. much. <laughs> um, I was like, yeah, sure, let's try that. But you have to realize, you know, that's just one aspect of the whole entire relationship. People can't just get hung up on, oh my gosh, this person is filling out a, fasan- uh, a fantasy of somebody's, et cetera, et cetera, you know, there's a person behind that. And there's regular real world relationship goals and problems, et cetera, et cetera. We broke up not too long after that, um, just because we decided to go different directions. We wanted different goals in our lives and we wanted different things. Kept working together. And um, six weeks later, we were still talking to each other. Mm-hmm. We couldn't stop talking to each other. Yeah, we just went back and forth. Back, back and, and forth, forth, back and, and forth, forth, back and forth. I got to one day, I'm like, all right, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this. Mm-hmm. No more back and forth. Yeah. You know, we're going to be in a relationship, adult relationship, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to move on from there. But it was always, this is me, this is who I am from Mr. P, and take it or leave it, and... It was, I had to go back and forth, like, is this what I want in a relationship and from my partner? And I obviously said yes. So (laughs) here we are nine years later. Yeah. So you knew what this was. I mean, you guys had already been together and broken up. And we did the same thing, by the way. Mm -hmm. He was coming correct and coming honest. You were coming correct and coming honest. And you both knew what you were saying yes to. Yeah. Yes. I was always, when we had our fights or whatnot, I was like, hey, this is the train I'm going on. 
my destination is down there. You know my destination. You are more than welcome to hop on, hop off whenever you want. If you want to hop off, that's your prerogative. But if you're on this train, you know what the destination is like. And you know what a relationship's going to be like. Yeah. And kudos to you for actually taking that and hopping on and off and trying to figure out, is this something I really want? Because I know RY and I have both had partners immediately accept and then not take that time. And it turned out that, you know, resentment can build and you can not really fully explore what you need. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's really good. You used a word in there that I think is really important, which is an adult relationship. Mm-hmm. That you, you reapproached each other and said, let's do this like grownups. And then what I heard from you was that included things like, I know what I want and I'm, I'm inviting you with an open hand to hop on and hop off as you need to. Also, I'm glad you guys got back together because I'm team padded now, like within like 30 Are seconds. Are you on team padded? I'm, te- I'm yeah. team padded. And Me too. I was like, Me too. Big, oh big no, fan. they broke up, even though I know they're married. So I just, I don't know. I was along, I was still, I was emotionally invested in the moment. Me too. Plus, if you guys were broken up, this call would be real awkward. This would be awkward. Very. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's impossible to summarize these nine years um, in, in one podcast, but I will ask, I'm certain it hasn't all been sunshine and roses since then. Can you talk to us about where kink has maybe intersected with life and how you've worked through maybe some of the issues that may involve kink that have come up along the way? Yeah, (laughs) it definitely hasn't been. It's been a rocky road. We've had to navigate and communicate and like on our vacations we talked earlier about our honeymoon on our honeymoon (laughs) we had half of our bag was dips and I had to accept that (laughs) oh my gosh we've done that before I get so frustrated because I love packing small yes And we needed to. We wanted to do carry on only on the plane, and but half of our bag was dips. So <laughs> um, there's that. And then when we go somewhere, we like hiking, and so he's like, "Hey, let's pack a dip and then try and get some pictures on the hike in our dips." And so sometimes I'm like, "Oh, really? I just want this to be a normal hike." And so there has to be some give and take. There has to be acceptance and compromise along the way. And again, that communication. I I like what you said about give and take and compromise, because those are words that aren't terribly sexy, are they? And when we think about the fantasy of what it's like to be with a partner, you know, we get notes all the time that are like, oh my gosh, you guys are both ABDL kinksters. It must, every day must just be an absolute, you know, constant sex fest. Um, But there's give and take and compromise in every relationship. And I actually find in the long run, it increases the sex appeal enormously to have flexibility. Can you give us an example of what give and take and compromise looks like in one of those scenarios? Because if the dip always wins out, if the kink always wins, that doesn't sound like compromise to me. No, it's definitely not compromise. I mean, you have to look at it as like, we're adults and we put our relationship first, no matter what. Mrs. P said, you know what? This weekend is a non-kink we're going to be in Vanillas this weekend. And we do have those weekends. Like, we're around friends. We're around family. We have to be in Vanillas. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, we just want to be regular people. Sometimes and she says, you know. It's been a tough week. It's been or... a tough week. I don't want to think about dips. Yeah. I don't want to think about anything. If you need to go do your thing, then do your thing. But I just got to decompress mm-hmm. and relax and not think about anything. Kink life adds a stress level to your regular life. 
So if you start stacking things on top of each other, you know, you got your vanilla life, then you got your social life, then you got your career life, and then you add another another step to that sandwich of life, mm-hmm. it just gets really hard. Because we're we're switches, so sometimes I'm like, I don't want to care for you, so <laughs> you just have to grow up. Yeah. You know, actually, I'm thinking that's something that is not unique to a Kingster Vanilla couple. That's something that you and I actually, I mean, everybody has their ebbs and flows and Mm -hmm. even people who seem to have exactly the same thing going on. Mm -hmm. There are times when he'll say, this is the energy I have. And I'll say, this is the energy I have. Yeah. And we'll be like, dang it. All right. You go to the guest room. I'm going to take the master bedroom and we're going to both deal with our stuff. Yeah. Like, and it's, it can be hard whenever you have expectations, but that's kind of like, oh, the expectations are what get you. Because yeah. I'll be like, I'm home, baby me. And he's like, I'm home. No, I got to do something else tonight. And I'm like, all right. I'll I mean, fly. yeah, when we meet each other with the same expectation of, of caretaking is where it yeah. gets ugly. But when we meet each other with a shared desire or need for caretaking, that's not so ugly. Yeah. Because then we just say, I can't offer you that tonight because I need the same thing. And we both go, okay, that's hard. But- Let's let's each take a different bed and offer ourselves the caretaking we deserve. Or let's both put on diapers and watch a movie. Or like just do that. that. Yeah, yeah, we can do that but too. But also, I mean, there are times when um, I am just the worst at social media and RY is very good at it. He's the only reason we have a social media presence that's not <laughs> choppy and like just totally disappointing. But there are times where he'll be like, let's take a picture. And I'll be like, no, this is like not a, like yeah. this is not a thing. But there's sometimes when I don't want to that I'm like, you know what? This means more to him than it doesn't that it means not to do it to me. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, no, let's just go And he's like, okay. Yeah. I think you're right about the give and take. I think we even experience that as a couple that loves exactly the same thing. Yeah. Sometimes I don't necessarily feel like getting padded up and, but he wants that. And so I'm like, okay. And it ends up being good. Cause it's also about that mental component of accepting it fully in the moment Um, You need to be in the right headspace for it. And so if you say yes, like, okay, yeah, I don't really feel like it, but I will, then you have to follow through fully. (laughs) And I think like that is probably, so if you want to go deep into this, this that's probably part of the five love languages. Acts of service. Mm -hmm. It's like you're doing something for your partner that they really appreciate and they love, especially when I come home from work and it's after a horrible work and She's already in a dip. I'm like, oh my God, you read my mind. It's like, I don't have to tell you to do that. I just like made my life so much better. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like a relationship is a give and take no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in many ways, this is just like any other relationship. Yeah. Isn't that funny that we're like, tell us about it. And they're like, we have a relationship. It's an adult <laughs> like, relationship. Yeah, the end. That like, that's what it is. <laughs> Although I will say one thing that does potentially make it complicated when you talk about expectations is that to say, look, I'm a person with an ABDL kink, a fetish, a paraphilia, whatever it is that you, you know, affix to that. It, it's like naming a need, right? I need this from you. Mm-hmm. When you say I'm vanilla, we, especially in the kink world, I think have a bad habit of seeing that as a lack of something, as in I don't have a thing, but being vanilla is a thing. And that means that you too have sexual needs and partnership needs and desires. And it's not your job to just meet the kinkster where they are. It's not like you have the sex partner and then the other person, you know, you're both like a blank page meets a book. It's like two books. It's two books and you're both adult sexual beings. So how do you bring that to bear 
when it's tempting for the one sort of weird thing to stand out and be the focus? Once again, it's the compromise. And I like how you said it's not just a blank meets or like black and white meets color. They are both colorful in their right ways. And yeah, it's just a, it's a compromise. Sometimes I'm feeling (laughs) vanilla and I just want it to be just us. us. And then sometimes we do get dressed up and have fun with uh, kink. So, um, I just think that, you know, it's like every, every couple has some sort of sexual relationship or certain people like certain things. And ours is just elevated a little bit more and we throw that in into the mix and kind of go from there. And some days you don't want to do that. Some days you do want to do that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you do want to do that and I don't. <laughs> but you're, you're patient and you're like, okay, that that stinks. But yeah. and, and I would say on another side note, we have been very, very patient with each other. And yes. I think you have to be, especially if someone coming from my head is 24-7. Yeah, me never. <laughs> but you have to be patient. This is like the relationship. This is the building blocks of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And if we weren't patient with each other, we would never be together. Nope. And if you want things to work, you have to be patient. You have to work it out. And you have to communicate. And you have to love. Love. you guys have figured out this wonderful healthy balance and that's so hard to do and i'm just like i'm just in awe i'm just listening and i'm in awe you guys are killing it and even as you're calling out that it's not sunshine and roses that is so healthy and even as you're calling out that like no sometimes we get like into big conflict that's super healthy because what you're describing is adult trust and communication and patience and give and take and an understanding that this is not too isolated experiences happening next to each other, that this is a process of trying to work together. It's taken many years, many, years, <laughs> many, many, many years, years to get this. <laughs> and like, I like what you said is it's not on sunshine and roses. Cause it's not, we've had our huge fights. We have our huge arguments, like break up. We like, so do you want to break up right now? Do you want to continue going back to the train analogy? It's like, this is the fork in the railroad. It's like, do you want to continue? Is this big enough fight to break us up? Mm-hmm. If not, then we got to let it sit for the tomorrow or the next day and come back to that topic and talk mm-hmm. about it. And if it is going to break us up, well, we need to go do something further. We need to go do counseling. And we've talked about going counseling multiple times, but it's never got to that point. We've always fixed our problems. Mm-hmm. On one of your guys' podcasts, um, you guys mentioned, it's like, hey, I love you, but I don't like you right now. <laughs> we've definitely, did we say that because i've definitely said <laughs> I was gonna that say, we've yeah. said that to each other <laughs> to each other yeah and we i know on a road trip we heard you say that and i was like oh my gosh it's so true we love each other but we don't like each other right now yeah mm-hmm. so it's just move on move on let mm-hmm. that thing go in the past you know it's not it's not worth tearing up a relationship move on you know if you're not physically hurt or you guys are always in a good spot just keep moving Get to the next stage. We know what our goals are. And just help each other get to those goals. Yeah. I'm I'm silent clapping in my head right now. This is very nice. You're clapping on podcast sounds weird, so we'll silent clap. <laughs> That's my tongue. <sighs> Can I just throw another thing out there? It's like relationships are hard. 
relationships are hard. No matter what relationship you have, it's hard. Mm-hmm. And if it's not hard, then something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you're not you're not being honest with each other. At least I've never had one that wasn't. That's for sure. Maybe somebody's figured it out, but it ain't me. No. And I remember RY was telling us really telling me really early on in our relationship that in a previous relationship, they had this shared goal that they didn't talk about where they were both going, "It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everybody, it's fine. It's fine." And that ultimately they it's find their way into figuring out that the damage that they'd done was irreparable. Yeah. Because if you it's fine your way through life, then you don't really look at it. Yeah. Because life isn't always like, especially 2020 life, it's not like that. Yeah. Totally agree. And another thing I want to throw out there, a lot of our fights, if I can put some blast, whatever. Go for it. Um, things were building up. Mm-hmm. It was like a volcano. It was like, it started steaming and it, it just erupted. So I think one of our biggest things that we have found is we check in. If I know something's not right, I'm like, hey, everything okay? Do you need a talk? Do you need a minute? Do you need a walk? Do you need... Just go camp by yourself for the night, whatever. Um, we check in. And I think that has been one of our biggest positive attributes that we have mm-hmm. out of this relationship. We always check in. Hey, are you okay? Do you need to talk? Mm-hmm. And, it, and when you talk, it's, it's a neutral playing field. And sometimes, maybe it's just me, but sometimes I say, well, not right now. <laughs> Give me a moment. Sure. You do also need that... Um, you need to be in the right space to talk emotionally, like, and openly. Yeah. And that's where patience goes both ways, right? Because you need to be able to say, not right now. And the other person needs to be able to say, okay. Yeah. Not to, be, not to be super, super silly, but this is one of those moments that I wish we had like one of those radio can sounds that just goes self-awareness. <laughs> <laughs> like it just, <laughs> that's what it boils down to. Like really I just does. wish we had one of those can like. Well, you know, I mean, ultimately I've, I've said this before on this podcast, but this is a, this is a piano with three keys, right? It's like self-awareness, communication, and trust mm. it drive most of the chords to, to decent relationship. Agreed. Yeah. I like that. Guys, this is such amazing relationship advice. Yeah. I'm so excited to be hearing all of this from you guys. I, You're like a fountain of knowledge. I'm I so agree. excited. Is it a fountain or a fountain? We don't feel that, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, we're experiencing it and it's amazing. Um, I think we should get to some questions. I also think we should get to some questions, but this podcast is called Love in Brief. Oh. So, yeah, I know. That's what we get, this is what we get for naming it that. That's what you get for putting an ABDL pun in the middle of your podcast name. That's not, that's on So you. here's what I propose, <laughs> RNT. I propose, we, we've taken some of our anonymous questions and included them in the discussion thus far, but I would like to get to more pointed questions okay. and some specific questions directly from some of our listeners. So um, let's pause for this week and we'll call this part one. Ooh, I and, accept your proposal. Yes, and we will encourage um, our Love and Brief listeners to hang tight until next week when we can get to part two, where we're going to continue our discussion with Mr. and Mrs. Padded. And we're going to bring some of your questions into the mix. As two folks who have uh, have navigated this journey for nine years, I think they could speak to, potentially speak some wisdom into some of these questions. What do you say? Oh, yeah, we're they're experts. We're not letting them go. No, we're not letting them go. In the meantime, uh, if folks want to get a hold of us, RT, how do they do that? I know how they do it. 
they look for us on Instagram. We are resonant. Yes. Or they look for us on FetLife. We are resonant. Yes. And road not taken. We have a, a love and brief group on FetLife. Yeah, we do. Um, and you can join it and ask your own questions or volunteer to be an expert. You can also do both of those things or just, you know, send us a note at love and brief at gmail.com. And I do want to put in one more plug. Uh, it's actually a thank you to our friends from the love in brief transcribers group. Uh, so we had put out a request on our love and brief, uh, FetLife group and said, who would be interested in helping to transcribe, to make this show, uh, accessible to folks who either have trouble listening or are unable to listen. And we know that we're woefully behind on that and that it's super important to us. And we had folks reach out and say, look, I am willing to take my precious time and my energy and my resources and put it toward transcription. So big shout out to Diapers and Brews, to Twisty125, to Rach and Tux, and all those who said yes to this invitation and have already begun the hard work of transcribing those that uh, have been heretofore missed. Now we are catching up, so they're not all in there yet, but um, we hope to be caught up soon. And if you want to read the Love and Brief podcast as you listen or instead of listening, you can go to transcripts.loveinbrief.com. And this has been another episode of Love in Brief. Love in Brief.